Have you heard of Anchor? It is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free way to make a podcast. You don't have to pay. You can edit the podcast on your phone or computer. Anchor distributes your podcast to many places, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can make money from your podcast with barely any listens. You can download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Well, guys, we've made it once again. Episode two of Motorsports, the show. We were at Talladega. We were at Pocono. They're going to be at Indianapolis this week for NASCAR as well as IndyCar. Also, Monster Energy Supercross happened. So let's get to it. Two weeks of Motorsports action all in one episode. We first began with the General Tire 200 with Drew Dollar winning that race. It was for the Arkham Menard series. And it was was Drew's first ever Arkham Menard Series win and only his fifth race. Shout out, by the way, to Michael Self. He was hit in the back of his car, looking like he was about to spin out. He did spin out a tiny bit, but he saved his car once again and then, well, recovered by saving his car, and it was pretty cool. I made it sound boring, but if you saw it, that was pretty cool. You don't really see that happen a lot. We now move to the Xfinity Series of Talladega with the Unhinged 300. Your winner, Justin Haley, winning his first ever Xfinity Series win. He won stage number one and led 16 laps. Chase Briscoe would win stage two. Ross Chastain led the most laps with 24 laps led. He was also the dash for cash winner by finishing the previous race in the top four and then finishing highest over the other Top fours from last week's race. Sarah Chastain winning $100,000 credit to Xfinity. Six costumes, 22 lead changes. Gaka 500 took place at Talladega. Talladega, it's a fun race. I enjoyed it. Race started with a rain delay. They lost the track on Sunday, so they had to race on Monday. Monday afternoon. I enjoyed it. I wouldn't recommend having Monday races again because I don't like them. Also, 3 o'clock start time sucks. It does. Because it rains like every single time. Anyway, Monday afternoon they went racing, but at lap 58 there was a red flag because of the aforementioned rain. This has been the season that's had the most rain delays, I think. As well as like cancellations of race and having to move it to Monday. There's been like three Four different times, I think, this year. I've lost track. Anyway, rookie Tyler Reddick would win at stage one after the 30-minute red flag. This comes a week after Tyler Reddick basically slowed down, thinking that he had finished the race with one to go. So he could have lost a lot of spots, but luckily he just realized his mistake and then went Full hammer mode again. Well, there you go. There's your Talladega race through stage number one. We now move to stage number two with Ricky Stenhouse Jr. winning stage two. With three laps to go, Kevin Harvick takes out Jimmy Johnson. 
which actually helped cars who were low on fuel because lots of cars were low on fuel. And then they got the yellow flag, which helps save fuel because you don't really go as fast. You get to slow down. So they enjoyed it. Then on the final lap, there was a big crash. This crash taking out John Hunter Nemechek, Clint Boyer, Martin Trix Jr., Matthew Benedetto, Eric Jones, Eric Almarola, and more. Those were just all I could see by the crash footage. There were so many that I couldn't really tell. Eric Almarola actually spun at the line. He was spinning around, and then on the photo finish between Stenhouse Jr. and Ryan Blaney, Eric Amarola finished backwards. So very interesting there. He would get third place. There were 56 lead changes, the most of Talladega since 2011. Supercross is finished for the regular season. This was the fourth sports first sports league to finish a postponed championship season. So interesting factoid there. And it was the 250 East, 250 West showdown. The heats were divided by the East and the West. East heat, Yamaha Shane McElrath was the winner, but Chase Sexton had the fastest times at the heat and also managed to go from the middle of the pack to second place. He also managed to fly off the track at one point. His bike did, but he was able to recover and finish second. He did, however, cause Colt Nichols to fall off of his bike. Colt Nichols would get ninth place and then not be able to make it to the final. To win the East Championship, Chase needed to finish third or better. We move to the West Heat. Your winner was Justin Cooper of Team Yamaha. Lap one, Dylan Ferrandez crashed, which wasn't very good. He would finish 10th, meaning he had to go to the last chance qualifier. Second place, Austin Forkner got third place. Dylan Ferrandez would then wreck everyone in the last chance qualifier and would win it in easy fashion. The showdown main event. That's what it was. Austin Forkner goes down early and can't finish and causes a red flag. He went over the handlebars and then was hit by his bike. It was an ugly crash. He was not able to finish, giving Dylan Ferrandez the victory there. The race was then restarted. Dylan Ferrandez fell off the bike at one point, but quickly got back up and finished in fourth place. The winner was Honda's Chase Sexton. Shane McElrath at second place, meaning Chase Sexton would win the 250 East Championship, and Dylan Ferrandez finishing fourth wins the West Championship. Husqvarna's Michael Moseman was in third place. Congrats to Michael making it in the top three podium. For the 450 championship, it was a Husqvarna night. Well, it was after? Was it after? It was afternoon because it was at, took place at 3 p.m. and it's the same time as NASCAR, but the race got the rain delay and took place on Monday, so I could finally watch Supercross and NASCAR on the same day. It was awesome. Anyway, Heat won. Husqvarna's Jason Anderson was the winner. Then Ken Roxon of Team Honda would win Heat number two. Eli Tomac finishing in third place. By the way, Eli needed to finish 19th or better to win the championship. So basically, he had the victory there. However, if he would have got crashed on lap one and gotten like injured early, he would have lost his championship if he finished 20th or lower in the top 22 make it to the main event. Anyway... Last chance qualifier, Carlin Gardner of Honda was the winner. 
main event. Your main event winner was Husqvarna's Zach Osborne, which is his first ever 450 class win. Husqvarna teammates Jason Anderson and Dean Wilson finished second and third, respectively. What this means? Well, your 450 series champion is Eli Tomac. So congrats to Eli finally getting that championship after years of him trying and failing at the very end. He was also the only driver to ever win his first 450 championship and already have a child at the same time. And it was on Father's Day, which was pretty cool there. Well, that was two weeks ago. Let's go to a week ago. Pocono taking place four races in three days. It was NASCAR doubleheader. What that means is on Saturday and Sunday, the Cup Series races took place. First time that's ever happened at the same track on the same day. A lot of firsts at Pocono. So the Nash Truck, NASCAR Canada Truck Series, but they call it Nash Truck. Moving on, the Nash Truck race was supposed to take place on Saturday around like noon, but there was a rain delay causing it to be moved to Sunday, creating the first ever triple header happening at the same track on the same day. Nash Truck, Xfinity Series, and Sunday Cup Race all happening on Sunday. But we moved to the Saturday Cup Series race with Kevin Harvick being the winner there and winning his first ever Pocono race. He now only needs to get Kentucky and, like, the Roval, and then he's won at every single active cup track. So congrats to Kevin Harvick there. He led the most laps of 44 laps led. Joey Logano and Eric Almarola would win stages one and two. Six cautions, ten lead changes. Well, then it was Nash Trucks for breakfast, Xfinity for lunch, cup racing for dinner. Well, we go for the breakfast Nash Truck race with Brendan Jones there, winning his first ever Nash Truck race, driving for Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch is the driver of the number 51 Nash Truck, number 51 being driven by Joe Gibbs, Xfinity race driver Brandon Jones. So congrats to Brandon Jones on winning the race there. He led 11 laps. Nine yellows, eight lead changes. We now move to the Xfinity Series race, which Brandon Jones also drove in and wrecked very early. They also managed to have another Joe Gibbs racing car wreck, and then it was realized that there was oil on the track, so they had to stop the race and clean the track up. I feel bad for Brandon Jones. He basically slipped on oil. Chase Briscoe, Briscoe excuse me, was the winner there, winning his fourth Xfinity race of the year at Pocono this year, of course, after passing Ross Chastain with two laps remaining. Chase led 23 laps total. Ross Chastain was the Dasher Cash winner for the second week in a row. There were nine cautions and 12 lead changes. The Dasher Cash is officially done for the year. So no more $100,000 Dash for Cash races. Nine cautions, 12 lead changes. We now move to the Sunday Cup Series. On Sunday, Denny Hamlin wins his sixth ever Pocono race, tying Jeff Gordon with the most wins at the track. Denny finished second place on Saturday, winning on Sunday. Kevin Harvick won on Saturday, finished second on Sunday. So cool flipping there. Denny led the most laps with 45 laps led. Kurt Busch and Brad Keselowski would win stages one and two. Eight yellows, 12 lead changes. We got some mini car news.
We begin first with Road America, which will be the first IndyCar race to have fans on the July 11th, July 12th doubleheader. The next weekend, the 17th and 18th, at Iowa Motor Speedway, will be another doubleheader, this time with five to 6,000 fans. So very exciting there. But something that I'm excited about, because I'll actually be there, is the Indianapolis 500. This was announced last week. I was actually at a restaurant. I looked at the TV at the sports restaurant, the sports bar, and then I saw that the Indy 500 was going to have fans. So I was like, whoa, I get to go to the 500 this year. Nice. So Indy 500 will have 50% capacity for the August 23rd race. By the way, just... This week alone, we've learned how much the Motor Speedway has changed, and it's going to be changed a lot more come August 23rd. So, very exciting there. I'm excited for the Indianapolis 500. I will be going there, the state of Indiana. However, won't be able to watch the race live on NBC, which made people in Indiana angry. Fans previously purchased a ticket. You should have gotten an email and need to respond by July 6th. You need to respond by Monday. Today is the July 3rd. We have an IndyCar race at the Motor Speedway taking place at noon tomorrow. Today they had qualifying for NASCAR, excuse me, for IndyCar, with Will Power becoming the fastest qualifier, winning the fastest qualifier P1 sticker at IMS for the fourth time. For the street course race, I believe. They've been having street course races since 2014. Very interesting there. I believe Team Penske has won all of them. Could be wrong, though, because memory. Well, we talked about the IndyCar race. Well, there's an IndyCar NASCAR doubleheader taking place tomorrow, July 4th on NBC. With the Xfinity Series and IndyCar Series taking place. Same day, same track. Same course being the road course. So, noon IndyCar race, 3 p.m. NASCAR Xfinity Series race. On Sunday, July 5th, the Cup Series will race at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at the Oval. Also, I don't think we're going to have a rain delay this year. So, that's going to be the first time in a while we haven't really had a rain delay. So, I'm excited. No fans are allowed at the Speedway. Also, upcoming races that are going to have fans. We're going to end with this. New Hampshire. The New Hampshire race on August 2nd going to have up to 19,000 fans on the August 2nd race. Congratulations to New Hampshire. Going to be having a lot of fans there. There you go. There's this week's edition of Motorsports The Show. I apologize for not getting the show out quick enough. I should have done it last week, but didn't, and I'm sorry. We have Formula One coming back this week as well. Lewis Hamilton winning qualifications there. So, yep, have a fun and safe 4th of July. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Got to keep reminding you to do all that. Thank you. Peace. And I'll see you next week for another edition of Sports The Show. <laughs>